Yo, I am so excited to tell you that I am back on the road, baby, and I may be coming to a town near you. February 10th, I will be at the Belvedere Inn in Stanford, New York. February 23rd through the 24th, I will be at the Port Comedy Club in Baltimore, Maryland. March 14th through the 16th, I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio at a secret location. April 7th, I will be doing a one-nighter at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia, PA. Then May 24th through the 26th, I will be at the Vail Comedy Festival in Vail, Colorado. Stay tuned for more dates, baby. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. This is not special effects right here. This is not special effects. <laughs> not this is that shit, baby. No shout outs to what type of weed we smoking on because uh, I want to sponsor. So yeah, not unless they sponsor. You already Yeah, know. but you see that? I should have just said it's an incense. Mm-hmm. All right? But the voice you hear and the face you see, people, this is Charles Mick. Fucking B, man. I, I, you're one of the first people I met when I moved to New York. Oh, where? Did you know that? No, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll tell you. First, let me give you a good intro. Let me do that. Uh, he was the head writer on Hell of a Week with Charlemagne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This dude is a mod. You've been on Comedy Central. I uh, I remember seeing the set you did. Uh, what was that? No, uh, if it was on camera, I ain't never been on camera on Comedy Central. Get the Central. fuck out of here! Get nope. out of here! Nope, that's a waste. Nope, it, I ain't never waste. been on camera on nothing. You never did, be, like straight up. I've Just never straight been. Up? I've never been on camera on nothing. For real, for real. Well, this is the year to do that. Well, yeah, oh, why yeah. don't you just put your own shit out? That's what, and that's what time I'm on right yeah, now. That's yeah, the that's the time you want. But man, this is Ohio's own, but still New York's own. Fucking Charles McBee. So, you were one of the first people I met here at Comics Comedy Club. Comics! And I remember going to comics and then being kind of like, I ain't never going to get in this place. And then seeing a black dude and then seeing you do stand up and go, all right, they like black people. They like real (laughs) black people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Wow, comics, yeah. Comics. Yeah, 14th Street. Yeah, 14th Street. I remember when it came out, uh, when they first came out because mm-hmm. they was doing a lot of things right in the sense of just like making it feel like comedy club could be yeah. like a classy place yeah. you can like bring a girl and bring mm-hmm. and, and upscale but that's the overhead the had now. to be crazy though yeah, yeah oh. that's what the stand is now yeah of yeah, 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 course yeah. the overhead was crazy nigga remember that liquidation yep. sale they were doing yep. when they closed yep they were giving away so people who are listening and watching this is inside baseball shit. Comics is a comedy club that was located on 14th Street, uh, on the opposite side of where Gotham is, right? No, so it's on the lower numbers. So Gotham was on 23rd and Chelsea. Comics was like in the meatpacking district over there. But on, on the west side, but yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was the east. I thought no, it was, it was on east, the west I thought side. It was the east. Okay, so my bad. I didn't know the city that well. At yeah, that yeah, point. yeah. But all I knew is they did a lot of popular shows, like Wendy Williams did a show. Yep. Like it was the club it was to a be spot. at. And dog, I don't know. I got in there, and by like the end of the year, they were selling TVs. Yeah. They were selling deep fryers. <laughs> they were selling everything. Everything they must go could to make a dollar to make some sort of money. I knew it was going under when. 
they started doing karaoke. When they started rushing the <laughs> comics, when they started rushing right. the comedians off stage to do to, to get to to do karaoke. karaoke. When they were like, hey, 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 wrap that shit up. Yeah, we gotta do karaoke. They were doing that to everybody. They were doing it to Amy Schumer, uh, Hannibal Burris. Yeah, like uh, anyone popping at that time, they were they didn't give a fuck. They were like, come on. Beat it. That's, Get out of here. You know what's funny? That's kind of the ta- the tail sign of like a lot of clubs before they go under. You just start seeing all kind of shit pop Fucking off. Karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> when you see karaoke mm-hmm. pop off, then you like, oh, this the, the numbers ain't ain't adding up. Yeah. When they start hosting see, birthday parties, is fine. That's yeah, yeah, normal. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some normal shit. But it's karaoke, mm-hmm. and I think religious things. Mm. You know what I mean? Religious mm-hmm. things that don't involve comedy. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, "Oh, we're just letting this church group meet here." Right, every, right, right. They're gonna rent out the other, building for yeah. Oh, yeah for a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and AA meetings, AA and shit. meetings and shit. Yep. But to go back to your original point is the classy comedy comics made comedy feel. Like a date again. It yeah. wasn't just some hole in, hole the, in wall the wall and all that shit. Yeah. And, and I'm saying that's what the stand is now. Yeah. I don't, every time I'm over there, I do feel like, oh, this is like a classy yeah. like spot. I think stand is dope. I think Gotham is, is good with that. Gotham. How they run things. Yeah. Very like, you know, everybody got on a blazer and like, yeah. you just feel like, okay. But they got on a blazer too, cause the motherfuckers are cops. Yeah, exactly. They yeah, to, they, they don't fuck that around 40, that forty five. Yeah, the, under, you can't you can't tuck that waste. shit with a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, dude. So, how long were you in New York before I met you? Cause that, I moved here in two thousand and ten. When did you move here? I came here in 07. 07. So I wasn't. But you too were long in before. that club though, cause I remember you. Do you remember the interaction at all? Do you remember? Like I remember, it was like MDC diversity or some shit. Stand up for diversity, and I don't. It was like it was me and somebody else, but I just remember you. You were already like in there or something, and then you were just like y'all cool. Like you made sure the comics who were inside like got inside, yeah. And then we would had to like wait in the lobby and shit. Yeah, but you weren't waiting. I don't remember you waiting in that line. Maybe you were there before me. I but think maybe I, I'm remembering. Wrong. I have a good. I, I've developed a good sense of being able to make things seem way better than what they are. Because uh-huh. I definitely wasn't like a favorite at that club. I yeah. was just getting in where I could fit in okay. in any like spot I could. So yeah. if it if I was ha- if I happen to make myself. Uh, you know, find myself on a show there. It was like either yeah. a guest spot or I knew somebody, you know, somebody like hooked it up, but I definitely wasn't like a paid regular or anything like that. I was still trying to like just get in where I fit in. But Dude, I think you I made it look like it was you was in there. I tried, but that I've learned that that's an actual skill. Like yeah. over time is making yourself mm-hmm. appear like you're like you in there or like yeah. you're like like you, you've been there the whole time. You've been there the whole time, exactly. So you know what that probably goes back to? Remember that saying? I don't know if you heard that when you were younger, but act like you belong act like, here. Yep, yep, yep. And that's what that really means. That's the essence of that problem. Mm-hmm. Is act like you belong here. Act like you belong. Yep, act like, like you've yeah. been there before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I just remember you being the one that was like, all right, y'all good. Like once people got in and we, we made sure we were situated in the room and stuff, but I didn't see you in the line. Maybe you 
had already did that shit. I don't, oh, oh, with the uh, with the diversity. Yeah, yeah. Diversity. I remember I used to um, when I used to do those. You I stood would, in line. You did that shit. No, no. I always got the yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah, I never did so stand that's in what, line. Exactly. So that's I what forgot I'm that saying. that was even like a thing. Like there Yo, was people that stood in line for like days and days, shit. nigga. I was doing people. And I, yeah, 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 days. yeah, yeah. Well, not yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, now days. I, now I, yes. Now I, I know what you mean. As early as possible, and I was standing that goddamn line. Yes. Now I remember until. 10 a.m. I thought you meant for like I thought you meant for comics like they regular shows. No, I didn't know you were talking about no, 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 diversity. no. It was my bad. Got I'm you, terrible at setting up shit. No, 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 no. Stand up for diversity yes. showcase. You yes. was in there, yeah, and you were made sure that we everybody was good. And then when I, but I seen that after I was trying to get into comics, yeah. So that's what made it in my head was like, oh, this nigga, the nigga, he's like the person to talk to at the club. Or just the beacon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and you're it, like, nah, I made but, that shit up. But isn't it funny though that okay. we always think whoever we perceive to be at a higher level or ahead or whatever, mm-hmm. we think, oh, that's the dude. Yeah. But really, they might not be nothing, but they just a little maybe. What, you just got seem, that glow. Seemingly a little bit ahead of you. I yeah. say that because I remember the first time I did the first open mic I ever did was at um, Eastfield, the old Eastfield. The old East Field. Not, not the one because East Field now is in Brooklyn. Oh, but the where jo- New York yeah, 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 used yeah, to yeah, be yeah. On, on West okay. 4th Street or All East right. 4th Street. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sitting outside the the uh the club for an open mic. I never knew what a, I didn't even know what nothing was like an okay. open mic, the concept of an open mic or anything. So I'm just yeah. sitting out there just like, okay. And I remember uh Jay uh Welch. I don't know if you knew Jay. You remember Jay? I think I yes, the, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the um, beard, heavy set, heavy set, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. he came around with a with with a uh, pad mm-hmm. and a pen. It was just like, okay, everybody sign up for the. Open. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. Yeah, sign up for the open mic. I was so naive and new to the game. I thought he was th- that dude. <clears throat> I, I'm thinking like, that. oh, this must. I can, I need to impress him because yeah. this must be like he's the. I didn't know he was just running an open mic because I didn't oh. know the concept of an open mic. I get that. What it was. So we always think that somebody, whoever is a step or seemingly a step ahead of us, we think, mm-hmm. oh, that's if I could just get to where that person is. But then you get there and you realize, oh, this one really, yeah, <laughs> this one really shit. But well, it takes a while to you for you to realize that it ain't shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah, no, yeah. I definitely get that. I was like that at the Laugh House too. Mm. Did you ever come to Philly? Sorry, I just see it doing this thing. So oh, no, no, as no, no. we're Do talking, I'm also trying to. It's a one man show. Figure out one what man the band. Hell. Over here. Yeah, because the good thing is three cameras. I can always cut. But I, um, I never really played Philly that heavy. I did um, he- helium. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Once for remember when Fox had that show laughs. I don't know if you yeah. ever, I don't know if you was in that. Scene. I know I didn't get the chance to do it. I I did that and they did it at Helium uh-huh. and it was it was a beautiful club. I liked that club, uh, but that was the only club I can recall doing or the only time I really played Philly. Mm, Helium is a good club. That's one of the clubs that I am doing mm. April seventh, bitch. I don't know why I'm calling you a bitch if I'm trying to get you to come out. <laughs> but listen, people, if you're listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, I am coming home for one night. Do it. I'm coming home, baby. One night at Helium. 
April 7th at 7 o'clock. It's also WrestleMania. So if you really love me. Oh, wow. You'll show up and you show out and make me feel like this is my personal WrestleMania. Now, you're a huge wrestling fan. I'm a huge wrestling fan. And you fan. booked your <clears throat> you show during WrestleMania? I forgot. But <laughs> I, 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 didn't even put, I didn't even put the two together. But yeah. what I'm going to try to do, what I'm going to aim to do, is I am going to try to see WrestleMania starts early this year in yeah. Philly. I think they're starting at 5. And um, I want to go to the early show. Yeah. And then stay until at least like six thirty, and then head over to the club. All right, I want to do that. That's the goal. I want to go to WrestleMania too. It's the first time in Philly, and it's the first time I'm headlining Helium Comedy Club. Wow, you know what I mean? So it's a big moment. I'm gonna try to make that shit happen. That's dope. Put some energy out there. That's for dope. Me. Definitely, I'm sending that energy, yeah. man. Yeah, but man. how'd you like performing in Philly? I thought it was dope. I mm-hmm. mean, the club was dope. I've never, I've never really. That's the other thing about me is like I've never really hit the road heavy, which what? I'm also starting to change now. But I've always like just kind of either I had a spot date somewhere, mm-hmm. or I just been in New York just making the rounds at the clubs. Yeah, but I've never really like got out there for real, for <laughs> real, and like hit the road like that. But when I was there, it was dope. The show was fire. Man, why Why didn't you do the road? You don't want to? It wasn't that I didn't want to. It was like I, I, my whole thing has always been like pick a struggle. Mm-hmm. And so I've always like, okay, my first struggle was get into the clubs here in New York or getting to, show, you know, just build my weight up here mm-hmm. in the city. And it was like, okay, you hurdle, you get that hurdle. And then you're like, all right, now it's either the road or something else. But then I started getting writing jobs and stuff Mm. like that so i was like okay so i get the writing job and then i do shows in the city and you kind of become complacent or you Mm. you just that becomes like your thing so you don't really either because if you're working on a job that's pretty much like a nine to five yeah so you got to wait till you get time off and then um and then on the weekends you just be like oh i'll just play you know the clubs or the or the rooms here in the city yeah. so you don't even think about it to like hit the road unless yeah. you like open it for somebody or something yeah. like that but i mean i think that's smart though yeah but i definitely like like i'm now putting together um you know that kind of that list and talking to people that have done tours and stuff like that and just putting that stuff together now yeah it was the first do you have anything set up mm I'm like literally talking to people, like, like where looking at my analytics and just seeing where the people at, oh, and like getting used to analytics. Yeah, you, you got to use words like that now, man. This motherfucker. But if your first time and you're going out prepared, you may have a way better time than I did. That's well. That's the yeah. see. That's what me talking to people that's like done mm-hmm. it a long time because. I'm I'm literally like I feel like I'm doing stand up, starting stand up all over again. I'm like, so how do you? put the tour like yeah. do you go here and then go here do you mm-hmm. reach out how do you get people blah, blah, blah. like all of that i'm like a i'm like a baby again yeah. so i'm just learning as i go now so but yeah. now that you know things are starting to kind of pick up as far as like just numbers on, on social media i'm mm-hmm. like well and people are asking like hey when you gonna come here when you gonna come here it's just like i should like actually yeah. start doing that would you start with comedy clubs or would you start with like rock venues like little small, little venues. small, definitely. Like I'm, I'm thinking like little small rooms. Like just yeah, yeah, yeah. Why that? From what I've been, 
Well, depending on the club, you mm-hmm. you really like with the clubs. It's just like depending on the club, mm-hmm. you at they beck and call as far as like the split. Yeah. As far as just like how they set things up, a lot of times they very set in their ways mm-hmm. on how they go about stuff. So there's no room to negotiate certain things. Yeah. And so it's just like if I just get a small venue mm-hmm. and just like and a venue that people are used to like you know coming out to and having a good time it's just like i could kind of like just do my own thing a little bit mm, that makes sense but i mean it just depends you yeah. know what i'm saying it depends what city do you want to perform in i definitely want to go to i'm definitely hitting up chicago and i Chicago's played chicago great. a few times and it's always a fun time yeah who'd you go out there with uh i was out there i was at the laugh factory i forget who was on the show with me but uh but it was a good it was a good show I had mm-hmm. a good time. Um, I think I, I think that might have been with Laughs too, as a matter of fact. That's dope. Oh, so you did Laughs a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. But yeah, it's it's you know once I hit the road mm-hmm. and and really figure it out, uh, you know it's just gonna be a good time. I, I ain't looking to do nothing else but be able to build my yeah. act. Like I have an act, mm-hmm. but it's just to be able to just do hours nonstop is just something that I, I'm at a point where I just need to do. I need to get that out. <clears throat> Wait, so that's dope. You want to start putting out your own hours and shit yeah or selling them or selling like like putting out my own hours or just at least touring with my own hours because it's like doing these 12 minute 15 minutes mm-hmm. all the time it's like yeah i know i got the time but whenever i just get to like just sit on stage and stand on stage and like do an hour it's just a different feeling it's just yeah. different muscles a different it's fun no. it's fun yeah it's yeah, fun yeah. but then, guess what sometimes you gotta do that shit no matter who's there yeah 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 and that's when it's like oh shit because sometimes yeah everyone there and sometimes no one there and yeah you gotta give you gotta make it even more special when no one's there that's the, when yeah, no that's one's the part there, yeah when no one's there the people who do come need to feel like they're yeah. still like well they missed out yeah. the people missed out you never like i see people do that right yeah they where, check out but it's their own ego and yeah security. yes absolutely where it's just like nah man you need to send these motherfuckers home running mm-hmm. going yo you you missed it you should have came yep it was funny he was this he said that and that gets people riled up. So I go extra hard when there's no one there. Yeah. And then when there's people there, you know you got to show off. Cause right, right, like right. I right. told y'all. Yeah. Because sometimes when there's people there, they may not be there for you. They may just be there to be like, oh, let's see what's going on right. at this place tonight. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. And you need to be the same way. It needs over. to be the same way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When no one's there, because they're still new people that's like, yo, holy shit, I'm glad I came on this night. Like, you ever you ever do anything like that where you just go, oh, let me pop in a place, and then it's, like, amazing oh, yeah. on that night? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You pop in, it's like, oh, this was amazing. Or you go to something, you get invited to something or mm-hmm. something, you just like, all right, I'm going to pull up. And then you show up, and you're like, yo, this is dope. Like, I always want people to feel that way. Yeah. And it's weird because... I I I don't do when I do com- so you know when people are like oh, I do comedy for XYZ I yeah. do comedy for people I do comedy selfishly yeah does that make sense yeah totally where I'm sense. like yo it's all for me but I love to I love watching people react off yeah. of it yeah 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 you know yeah 
but so when that comes into play with the the other shit, yeah, with the like, oh, all right, it's time to show off. It's like ah, yeah. Yeah, you know? it's like walking on air, man. You know? it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy feeling. What got you into comedy? Like when you first... I was about to ask you that. You got to answer that question first. So did you start in Ohio or you no, started in New York? I started in New York. You So what brought you to New York before... Uh, what brought you to New York? New York, I, what brought me to New York was one, getting out of Ohio, mm-hmm. but also like I was going to be an actor. I was, mm. like, I was like... So you were... You were already yeah, wanting yeah. to be in the entertainment. Business. I was like, okay. I want to be a trained actor. Oh, I, I want to be an actor. So I really mm-hmm. want to be in L.A. Okay. But I was like, do I move to L.A.? Do I move to New York? I didn't really have any contacts in either, but mm-hmm. New York is a little closer. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I could go to New York and maybe train. You know, I heard I, what I heard was if you train in New York, you're more respected in L.A. as an actor. That's what I yeah. heard. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I'll go to New York and get some type of formal training mm-hmm. and then eventually move out to L.A. or whatever. That was a plan. I really didn't have no plan, but that was like whatever plan I could like put together. Mm-hmm. And then I came out here and I was taking classes and I was doing like acting conservatories and all this kind of stuff. And But I really wanted to do st- – like stand-up was like a fantasy. Acting was like something more tangible that I felt like I could at least do or mm-hmm. figure out a path to do. Stand up was like this whole magical world that I didn't know yeah. shit about. I didn't know how to get into it. Like I just mm-hmm. told you, I thought an open mic was like a showcase. Show- like I didn't yeah. know. So so I was just here just like, man, I would love to go. Uh, and I was going to like comedy clubs just as an audience member. You know, you get, I was going to street team. I was seeing street teams and getting suckered in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chappelle's going to be there? This is like, if people don't but, know, <laughs> but that at that time I would have believed Chappelle was going to be there. I did believe Chappelle was going to be there. I would have I would have fell for it too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you in Times Square, it's yeah. like, hey, come to the mm-hmm. I was like, all right. But I did. I do remember seeing Ali Wong. Yeah. At like you know like I think it might have been like high back in the day or something yeah. like that. And um, but yeah, but I was mean, it the same feeling too? What, what you Where mean? you're just like, yo, she's this motherfucker. No, because she wasn't Ali Wong yet. Mm. She was. Oh, you mean because she was on stage? Yeah. Yes. 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 I, I was like seeing her yeah. on stage, even though I didn't know she wasn't famous, mm-hmm. but she was just a person on stage. Yeah. And I remember, and I remember thinking, even though she wasn't famous, she has such a distinct look. Yeah. The glasses. She mm-hmm. has a very distinct look. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, I think she's famous. Even though she wasn't yet, yeah. But because she was on stage, and I, I felt like maybe she had done one or two things, maybe like on some weekend update, not yeah. weekend update, but like best week ever yeah. or something, maybe something back then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely remember seeing people on stage and being like, "Yo, like they on stage doing stand, that's crazy." And then, uh, and what I would do is, I would go back to my conservatory, my acting school, mm-hmm. and I would tell everybody. That I was doing stand up the night before, and I was lying my ass off. <laughs> I, that's what I would do every day. What made you lie though? Because it would feel, yeah, okay, yeah, it felt good. One, because I was too afraid to actually do it. Okay, but it felt good to, that people thought I was doing it, and I felt felt like maybe if I keep saying it or uh-huh. keep acting like it, I'll eventually just do it. Yeah, like I'll eventually just be on stage and do it, but it never happened until one of my friends, she was managing this restaurant, 
and she went to the school and she came and asked me because she was throwing a big Christmas holiday party and asked me if I would do stand up at the holiday party. And I was just like, nah, I, I told her, I was like, yo, I've been lying this whole oh, time. Oh, you didn't even try no, I was to like, be like, yo, I'm, I'm booked that night. No, I didn't oh, even know. Fuck. I didn't even know to say no shit like that. Yo, <laughs> I'm out of town. I'm booked. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> she was like, please do it. And and she held me to it. She was like, I think you're hilarious, though. Yeah. And I was like, hi. I was like, I ain't never even been on stage. She was like, I don't care. I think you're hilarious. Please do this for me. And I was like, fuck. And she invited everybody, the mm-hmm. whole school, the mm-hmm. faculty, everybody. And everybody heard that I was going to be doing it. So they all pulled up. Like a hundred something faculty and kids pulled yeah. up. And I showed up and I was nervous as shit. Okay. And she was like, well, when you, um, when you want to go up, I was like, motherfucker, la- I want to go up late. Like okay. I'm, I'm, you know, having a couple of drinks, and then eventually it was just later and later. And, and one of my fact, one of the teachers was like, "Yo, when the fuck is you going on stage? Because I ain't about to be out here all night." Yeah. And I was like, damn. And so I was like, all right, put me on. And I had a little piece of paper, a little stuff that I had jotted down. But what what happened was, because she had a bunch of um, she had like a jet, like a band. Was, wait, had, you bomb? No, no. Oh, because you said what had happened. You stopped the story no, no, and said no. what had happened was. I wanted I'm to describe like, the right, show. Okay, okay. She had okay. a band on. She had mm-hmm. like a. She had a bunch of different like acts or people. On. Oh, it's like so, a, I, I get it. It's it wasn't a variety like, show. It wasn't just like everybody stopped just for me. It was yeah. like a variety show. Yeah. Okay. So I go on there at a big old stage. So and you were the only stand up. No, there was another stand up, and I won't tell you what it is. Why not? Tell me afterwards. After the podcast or after the story? If I tell you, when I tell you, you won't care. Okay. But it was supposed to be a professional stand-up. Okay. She was like, he's a professional. He'll go on. You see how it's done. And then you go on after him. Okay. And so I was like, all right. So I'm backstage. It's like a a proper stage with like a curtain backstage and all that. So I'm backstage watching. He go on and he bombs, yo. Like he eats a dick. And it's one of them bombs, you know, them bombs where the audience, like, it's not that they're not laughing. They, like, they have a visceral hate towards you because mm. of the shit that you're saying. Mm. And so it was, like, one of them. Okay. And so when he came off, it was a white dude, too. I don't know how much of a difference it makes, but he came off, and I was just like, damn, yo. Like, I'm thinking he was just going to be hurt. He came off. He was like, that was fun. And then he just oh, walked shit. off. And I was, okay. like, I was like, damn, he just... He just ate a dick on stage, and then he just like that's he just walked off like. Yo, okay. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it must not be that bad. Like yeah. if I bomb, I must not be that bad. So and then, and I, then how did the audience react to that? To him, yeah, they hated him. Okay, they hated him. Right. He was just saying it. One objectively, it wasn't funny. Like okay. objectively, like just as a comic, it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that level of bomb. But then on top of that, the type of stuff he was saying was like disgusting and just like. It wasn't funny and disgusting at the mm-hmm. same time and weird. It was just like one of them. Okay. So they was just like, I don't like this dude and I want him to go away. So I figured all I got to do is not do that. Mm-hmm. And they'll at least be relieved that I'm not what they just saw. So I went on. And mind you, it wasn't just like my classmates. fact, it was a bunch of people like from mm-hmm. wherever. So I went on. I went out and I just did my first little joke. And I was like. I don't know if it was because it was funny or because they was just like, oh, he's that's refreshing, mm-hmm. a palate cleanser to what I just saw. But I did the first joke and got a laugh. And once I got that first laugh, I was like, oh, okay. 
boom. And then after that, it was just like, it was on and popping. I looked over, my classmates was laughing. The, you know, the staff, the waitresses was laughing. I was like, oh, shit. Like, mm-hmm. I went home and I was like on cloud nine after that. But I still didn't have the courage to get back on stage for like a couple months after that. Because I didn't want the... Oh, because you kind of got the cheat code. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah. You yeah, were yeah. bowling with the bumpers on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, it took me... I think I took like I took a bunch of classes back in the day too. Yeah, and what class? I took I took damn near all of them. I took one at Gotham. Mm-hmm. I took one at uh, not Stand Up New York, but uh, uh, Comic Strip with DF. I took one at DF the Cellar, not the, at the Cellar. No, mm-hmm. but he teaches at the Cellar now. But Rick, Rick, Rick Chrome, mm-hmm. but he was uh, he was a teacher at that comedy school. That's how we met. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that acting school. That's how we met. And um, and yeah, and my strategy. I had a strategy with that too, which is not a good strategy, but I just thought it was at the time because mm-hmm. I was inexperienced. I was again same thing with Jay in the damn open mic. Yeah. I'm thinking, if, oh, if I go and take this class yeah. that's connected with the club. I can get and into the club. I get in the club because the teacher must be like uh So that let me so now that you've done all of that and you've taken those classes, what do you think on that approach? Like what's your If opinion? that's your end goal, yeah. that's a terrible approach. Why? It, it just doesn't work that way. Oh. Like you're not going to take a class and get discovered at the class. You'll make, you know, depending on who the teacher is or whatever, if they're a mm-hmm. good comic or something, you'll make a maybe a friend or maybe yeah. like you know or, or you'll make other friends and maybe they y'all going or whatever mm-hmm. but thinking that like or i'm gonna take this class and then that's gonna get me into the club like no yeah. it won't <laughs> that's not how that it's not how that works yeah but but that was my uh yeah that was my little but at the time that was the first time when i started doing that mm-hmm. classes started offering this thing now it's normal now anybody can just walk into a comedy club and say they're a comic yeah but at the time comic Comedians weren't just allowed to just waltz into a club mm-hmm. that they didn't work and watch and like watch the show or, yeah. or hang out. So what the classes used to offer was you take the classes, however many weeks, six weeks or whatever, for mm-hmm. like four hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah. But as a as an incentive, you could show up to a show and watch the show for free as a part of the class as long as it wasn't sold out. And usually it'd be like Monday through Thursday you could do it. They wouldn't allow it for like a weekend show. Yeah. But that was a big deal to me because I took the class at um, uh, Comic Strip, mm-hmm. which was popping. I mean, it's still there, but it was like pop. It was still popping back then. And I would go to every show every single night, just post up. So I'm getting yeah. to see perfect like rip beasts come through like professionals come like anthony jeselnik back then like all these cats were just regulars at the club back then and i'm getting to watch them every night to the point where i could do their act Mm -hmm. because i was seeing them so much so that was like a big deal back then and um and gotham then started doing that that's why i took their class so i was going to all these shows and yeah so that was a big deal back then. now That's you can dope. just pull up and be like yo i'm a comic and i watch a show and they'll- not really now because now they need to see your face they need to know who you are a little bit more oh yeah because i think there were people doing that i know uh that happened a couple times at the stand where we would just be in the green room with a random motherfucker and yeah and one of the managers would come in like who is this? this? And we were like, I don't know. And they were like, oh, I just thought. I just oh, right yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think people started cracking down a little bit more. I do notice that the stand like, does yeah, that yeah. more so. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. almost like 
you got to be either you in or you not in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that how that's how it has to be now because um the word comic is thrown it's around thrown so around. loosely. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, anybody can just be like, I'm a comedian. Mhm. Because like they because they did something online or they yeah you know what I mean One so open, or they ain't yeah. open mic or whatever mm-hmm. it's just like nah it should be it's got to be level it's got to be some type of yeah but something. yeah so now not into your question motherfucker <laughs> the thing that made me move to New York was comedy uh, I was doing it in Philly for about two three years let me see I started doing comedy like two thousand seven. The end of 2006, 2000. So 2007. Yeah. Okay. So I just remembered. I wasn't even like. I was doing all I could. But there had like. The, I didn't even reach the ceiling mm-hmm. in Philly comedy. When I decided to leave. It's just. I. It's going to sound weird. But I feel like. I'm not religious or anything like that, but I feel like there are signs when you keep hearing the same yeah, thing yeah, totally. from people, from like characters in your life who aren't main characters. I'm going to say that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But people who are just there in passing and when they say shit and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when it happens frequently. So I remember just being in Philly and then um, just doing my version of comedy and just being like, okay, I can make this a living. I can't make a living off of this, Mm -hmm. but I can at least do this after work. Like I didn't really think about it as a long-term thing. I was just like, yo, like you, this is just something that is cool. It makes me feel like it's a part of something, right? Because I feel like as you get older, like everybody just they do an activity, yeah. And when they do that activity, end up meeting other people. Like yep. you know, if you go, if you play basketball, you go to the court and you shoot around by yourself, yep. And then other people would join, or you ask to join and shit like that, yeah. And I, before comedy, I hung around the arts because of foster care. Like foster care has a lot of talented motherfuckers. There's always a singer. Yeah. There's always yeah. a rapper or a poet, a painter. Or there's, there's a lot of talented people in foster care. So I hung around a lot of artsy people. A lot of, uh, there were a lot of talent shows. There were a lot of just people performing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I got comfortable with that. I got comfortable being in that situation. So then when I decided, when I was like, oh, I can just do this comedy thing and I can be a part of these groups and this group and yada, yada, yada. Like I can just, now that I have something to offer, because I wasn't doing stand-up yeah. when I was hanging out with the, the artists and all the stuff. I was being a funny dude, like a funny character, but I wasn't getting on stage and being like right right and doing jokes and shit like that yeah i may host a show i I think i did one sketch and i hosted one show before i ever did stand up um but when i started doing stand up and when i was in it it was so many strangers that'll just i'll have a oh you don't do this full time this is how you make a living i'm like nah nah, yeah you can't do that and just 
there was one teacher who I worked with. She she said some shit when I finally was like, yeah, I'm a stand up comic. She was like, really? Because if you were, you would go where they are. She said it in like that way. Oh, wow. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, always when I tell the story, I tell it with like some shine on it and shit. But she said it like fucking it pierced. Yeah, cause this wow. Lady, I think she. I think it was a mixture of things. I think she can tell that my heart wasn't in whatever I was doing in the class. Uh-huh. Like I was doing it for money. But every chance I got, I'd be sitting there listening to my set, right? I had a little recorder, I'd be listening to my set. Or I'd be like having conversations with different staff and they'd be like, oh, my rope's so funny and yeah. shit like that. So I remember just, she would never really, she would just be like, oh, I heard you were funny or whatever. But she would never really like give me that pat give on the that, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she finally said it. I was like, if you were, you would go with a, like she didn't curse yeah but you would go where they were like she was like my husband is a jazz musician and he doesn't he doesn't do this on the side he's a jazz musician he travels he lives his life as in that and she was like you're at the time i was like 26 she was like you're young enough to fail like what's what's five years if you do this shit five years and nothing happens you can always do this shit. Yeah, you can right. always come back and get this type of job. And it wasn't even like a job you needed a certificate or anything. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I was like, all right, well, that kind of makes sense. And then I fucking just left. And there's other comics like Naeem Lynn was like, hey, man, you should just go to New York. Like, it was like, because I was fun. Like, I knew how to write a joke and all of that stuff. So just random people just kept telling me to come to New York. And I'm glad that I kept coming because the first impression in New York was fucking trash. I was like, this can't be it. Ah. I went to New York Comedy Club before, before Emilio yeah, 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 and yeah, all of yeah. them had it. Back when it was just the Broadway people. Yeah. And they didn't really give a fuck. They're That's the using. opposite of comics. Yeah. That was Ooh. like the polar. It's like if it was comics, the polar opposite of that would have yeah. been the old New York. Old New York Comedy Club. Yo. So fucking. So you know. Yeah. You remember. Oh, yeah. Terrible. I remember taking the Greyhound up, and you know how the Greyhound is. The yeah. Greyhound is like, it's the fucking hell on wheels, yo. Greyhound is terrible. Yep. I took Greyhound up. I had to get off in that Greyhound station. It was just a bunch of characters. Mm-mm. So I am I had the shittiest experience all the way up to New York. Yeah. Then I get to New York. The show gets canceled. Oh, It's no. a midnight show. I got to New York early. I went to the club, checked in, was like, yo, I'm here. Just wanted to let y'all know. I'm going to just walk around and do my own little thing. And then came back at the time that I was supposed to be there. And it was like, yeah, show canceled. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I didn't know anybody. Damn. So then I just went back to New York. I had to get go back to that fucking Port Authority. Yeah. Oh, get gross. Get back on the same Greyhound. Man. And then head back to New York. And I was about to be done with it. I was about to be like, ah, but, eh, it wasn't all what it's cracked up to be. And mm-hmm. then Derek Gaines moved up. Mm-hmm. He, he moved up. That was my next question. Yeah. And then he was like, yo, this shit is the land of milk and honey. And I was like, you sure? Yeah, that sound like him too. Yeah, he was like, yo, it's where it's <laughs> at. <laughs> Nigga. This shit is the land this of milk and honey. This shit is great. Yeah, he was right though. I love the city, man. I fucking 
I I went to a lot of great. I have I had a lot of great experiences here, uh, and I don't know. I feel like I'm both a Philadelphian and a New Yorker now. Yeah, I can see that. I can. Feel that mean, that. Oh, okay, cool. Do you feel the same? Yeah, and people people feel like they be like, oh yeah, you love you ain't never leaving New York. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't saying yeah. all that. Like, cause I don't have roots mm-hmm. here, so. I can be here, but if an opportunity made sense that led me somewhere else, then I would I wouldn't feel, you know, bad or or feel like I couldn't leave if if that opportunity showed up. Man. Like I could definitely live somewhere else, but I do still really love living here. Also, it's yeah. just it's just both. Yeah, let me know if you feel the same, or if this even makes sense. New York gives me I I feel like I'm a wanderer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um. I I've wandered, um, how can I say this? Willingly and unwillingly, I've wandered in life and just meandered and ended up in great situations and shitty situations and shit like that. And I feel like this city allows me to do that, but comedy allows me to do that too, where you yeah. can just be like, and you can walk into some great shit. And this Philly, I said this Philly, this city allows me to feel like a nomad. Yeah. Does that make sense? Where I'm like, yo, you can go. I've been here since 2010, and I'm still discovering new parts of New York City. Yeah. Not New York, but the city. I think it could go both Uh. ways. It could be a real positive thing, or it could Mm -hmm. be a real negative thing. Because on the positive, yeah, it is so... Size-wise, it's not that big. Mm -hmm. If you were talking about Manhattan, if you... Add no, I'm not boroughs. talking about Manhattan. I'm talking about the other boroughs. I consider other the other boroughs okay. New York City. City. It's so then, New York City. Yeah, in that case, then yeah, yeah, it's so big though. Yeah, that you're constantly discovering new things. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're going through a downside or or if you if you feel lonely, you can feel that much more lonelier because you're in a city of six million people. If that makes sense. Like you can yeah. either embrace it and be like, yo, it's six million people here. This is amazing. Yeah. Or you could be like, damn, it's six million people and I still feel not connected or I still feel mm. so it it goes either way. Yeah. You just gotta make sure that your own personal, mental and emotional health, you know, is at a is at a in a good space. Because okay. I felt that too where that yeah. where you're wandering like it would be some days where if I'm feeling good, I could be wandering around the city and being like and taking it in, being like, man, this is so dope, taking in the city. But if I'm having a bad day or if I'm having going through some, you know, just a downtime, I could be wandering through the city and just feel like, damn, I'm in this huge city, but I feel alone or I feel not connected or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or you see people. You might see a couple over here, hand in hand, or you might see a family over here. You might see friends over here, and it just—I yeah. don't know—do something to your psyche. So you just got to make sure that you always taking care of your own like emotional, mental well-being too. Mm, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, they say they say they say, you know people say that it's just like you can be amongst. There's no lonelier feeling than being amongst so many people and still yeah. feeling that sense of loneliness. It's just a different it hit, different. No, absolutely. I didn't. I I felt that, but I didn't think it was because of New York. I just think it's like sometimes you just yeah have shit in your brain. Yeah, but no, that makes sense. I never thought of it that way. Hmm. Is that what prompt you to get in shape? That was that whole twenty twenty um 
lockdown uh things so like i said i was like on some mental i was just like yo i, I want to come whenever whatever this because remember we didn't know what it was going mm -hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen yeah so i was just like whatever happens if this thing does kind of go back to normal or some, some or whatever the case the world starts spinning again i want to be a better version of myself before this thing stopped because the thing yeah. is when you constantly going 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 you just you don't really take the time to like stop and prioritize things or nothing like that because we constantly chasing that whatever that next thing is that we mm -hmm. think oh i gotta get in at this club i gotta get this tv spot i gotta get this get this get this and we constantly comparing ourselves to our peers or other people that we see or where we think we should be and all this kind of stuff and when everything stopped, mm -hmm. even though it was a bad time for a lot of people, in certain ways it was also a good time in the sense that I could just like take off all that pressure and just be like, what do I want to do or who do I want to be and how can I be at the best version of myself and not feel just like a slave to like all these other expectations and all this other shit. And then I went through like a breakup during that time. So it was like a pandemic breakup. Which was extra bad because back to our point about being feeling that sense of isolation and alone, mm -hmm. I couldn't even go out and be like, all right, this relationship is over with, but I'm going to go out and do comedy or I'm going to oh, go out and meet some yeah, chicks or home. I'm going to go out and kick it. I'm going to be a hoe. I'm going to be. Nah, yeah, I was home. at the crib, locked in, you know, bouncing my head against the wall. So it was just like all this other shit was going on. Yo, I felt bad for anybody who didn't have stable coochie in their life during was, the pandemic. It was bad, Because yeah. it was a long one. It was and, and and for the people who didn't, y'all had to rely on like day naps and shit, right? Yeah. And and the day naps are just based off of your like pin that. game. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. off of your, your texting game and your look game. Yeah. Damn, so whoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does sound like a tough time. It was bad. So that's why I went home. That's why yeah. after that I just went home. I was just like, fuck this, I'm going home. Fuck it. Back to Ohio. Yeah, I went back to Ohio for the rest of the pandemic or whatever or the rest of that lockdown period. To your parents or yeah. to your own Yeah? Yeah. Your parents got a nice size home? Yeah. You know, I I had I, I I do a joke sometimes where I say I used to watch MTV Cribs and I used to mm -hmm. fantasize about living in a house as big as the one I would see on MTV Cribs. Yeah. And now I watch MTV Cribs and I fantasize about one day living in a house as big as the one I grew up in watching oh. MTV Cribs. It's like <laughs> now that I have perspective, when yeah. I was growing up, I was just like, uh -huh. Oh, this is a regular house. Now I'm like, Oh yeah, it was a proper like you know, oh, so you had a home home. Like, you didn't grow up in apartments. No, no, like no, no, no. House. House, yeah. Oh, cul de sac, okay, like Derek okay. said, cul de sac Negro. Uh, cul de sac cul Black. Cul de sac Black. Cul de sac Black. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, y'all, just wanted to take a quick break to tell y'all to go ahead and grab some of that public property merch. It'll really help the podcast grow. You big on so not big on social media, but... How do you feel about social media? Are you have you fallen into the trap too? I wonder. Like, are you doing this shit? I one hundred have. I one hundred have because um, because you come to a point where you realize like either you're gonna be involved, either you're gonna change with the times, and either you're gonna get on board mm. or shut the fuck up. But don't not be fully involved, but talk shit about the people that's succeeding mm -hmm. and, and getting the results. And like, you don't end up, you don't want to be, I didn't want to be a dinosaur that refused to just, you know, get on board with social media. Cause I felt like, no, cause when I first got in, it was about, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. 
Nah, bro. Uh, so it was either get down or lay down. So I really like tried to make a decision to like, you know what? Let me try and get my numbers up and let me yeah. actually not scoff at it and actually really take it serious. Um, the same way and as a as a craft, mm-hmm. as silly as it might seem, the same way I take stand up serious. Yeah. And when you do that and you do it consistently, you do see. Like, I feel like I I see the results in that. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I'm I'm in it. I'm in it too. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just another color to paint with. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like there had to be a time where a new color was introduced to the market or an artist. <laughs> yeah. Discovered a new color and was like, I want to try this thing. I want to do this, and then everyone else started trying to do it, but then realized, oh, I can create. Yeah, something with from this color. That's how I look at it. It's everything. I'm like, yo, they gave me purple, but from purple, I'm gonna make fucking. I don't know what colors you. Can I, make don't, I, I, I don't know. know I, I was, was, I was rocking analogy. with you on the yeah on the color example, but I, can't I was trying to go colors. deep with this analogy. Then my brain just locked up. Was like, nah, was like, nigga, what color <laughs> do you make with purple? Go ahead, blue. Uh, right? Isn't it purple and yellow make blue? Man, don't ask Let's, me. Hey, I have, Google. What color makes purple? On the website blog.prepscholar.com, they say blue and red are essential to creating purple. There you go. Blue and red. Blue and red. What did I say? I said purple you and said blue. You said purple and, and, and yellow. Blue. Purple and yellow. I said purple and yellow make it purple. Bruh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to rock with you. I'm not going to leave you out here. I'm going to rock with you. But I don't know what I don't know where this analogy is <laughs> going. That's dizzies. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I'm 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 looking at it the same way you are, but I'm also like, what can I do in this space? What like you know what I mean? Like how versatile can I become? Yeah. Is there another part? Because you want that funny to transfer, but it's also like, well, is there another way I can be funny? Well, I've I found yeah. that you have to do something that you actually genuinely enjoy doing it and yeah. something that you naturally don't, it doesn't feel like work or doesn't feel like stress because as soon yeah. as it, because it's going to take a minute to pop. Mm-hmm. And so in that time frame, you have to be willing to do it consistently, even when you don't feel like it, even when it's frustrating. Yeah. And in order to do that, it has to be something that you genuinely enjoy doing. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's going to be But you don't think that's just weird because this is made up. So when we decided, when we both decided to do stand-up, podcasts weren't a thing. Yeah. And you weren't, that you went from acting to doing stand-up. Yeah. You didn't dream about being a radio host. Right. Right? No. So now every comic is has to be, not has to be, but in a sense is a radio host. Oh, they got to, they're a radio host, they're a marketing yeah. person, they're, mm-hmm. a, they're a tech <laughs> guru mm-hmm. They're a camera person. They're an editor. Like it's it's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the, the whole thing now. But that's yeah. that's the game now, dude. So, are you on Twitter or X? That's called. I'm on there, but I don't really be on I'm on Man. there like that. It's weird now. It is. What makes it weird for you? For everything that Elon said he was going to do as far as like, oh, it's going to be free speech. It's like, okay, cool. But why do I got like 10 beheading videos as soon as I log on? Like, it's weird. I'm like, I didn't request this. I don't look for this. I don't search for this. But it's just nothing but violence. I feel like. All people want to see. I'm like, what that got to do with me, though? Like, why am I being subjected to this? It's crazy. It's just like 
mafia assassination in Peru. Like, I don't want to see this shit. No, I'm I'm getting a mixture. I'm getting uh, I got a dude eating getting eaten by tigers. <laughs> I didn't even Yo. know it was so grainy. By the time I got, I was like, "What the fuck?" Is this? Yeah, I saw. Then I, saw, I, looked, I, I was I saw like, "Holy too. shit!" I got the tiger shit. I got um, what else? I get people falling from buildings. Fa- yeah, falling. Not even funny. Like I used to get people falling from build on Instagram. I get people falling from buildings, but they land on like a patch of grass, right? 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 Or they it ends up being a parkour video right. on X. People just no, die. Just die. It People just, just fall from buildings. And then there's no like cops being called. No. It's just a person going, oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe what I just saw. It's like, but you you're still recording. You're dead now. There's I got I don't know how many times I'll get a tsunami video. You get tsunamis? I get tsunamis. And not just tsunami, not like a oh, this is a tsunami like National Geographic. Mm-hmm. I mean like footage of like Entire towns being wiped away. Like you can Damn. see, you see people running for their lives and then just being engulfed by the ocean. It's can like, I? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Can I? T- are you a conspiracy theorist? No, but I always dig people's <sighs> conspiracies. I feel like we're being desensitized to something. Oh, something, that's not a conspiracy. We, no, but we, we're being. Something's about to happen. And they need us to be desensitized. I think they need I, us I to agree. be so comfortable with with death and all of this shit. Cause something about to come, mm. and we and we and we need to just treat it like everyday every day. Every yeah. And it's not gonna happen tomorrow. It's gonna happen like in a couple years. Yeah, it's over time. Yeah, yeah it's slowly over, it's a slow over time. Thing. It's I, a, I, yeah. I can dig that. I definitely dig that. Yeah. Cause we always being distracted and desensitized to something, dude. But yeah, but yeah. But, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I can't find these Taylor Swift videos. I seen not videos, but uh, the AI. The AI. Did you see them? No. You seen one? And I know people think I'm lying right now <laughs> when I say that. But I why? Really have why they think you're lying? Because like they were like, girls? "No, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't uh, searching for it." But no, I really, uh, I really haven't seen them. But I, I saw all the hoopla. I seen one of them. I saw Taylor- something where she was spitting or something like that. Somebody, it was one where she was like spitting in somebody's mouth. I think. I don't know. I saw that in like an article. It was like a the post or something. Yo, she's so big. She got him scrubbed. Like you can't really search for him on uh, uh, X. And X would be the one place they yeah. would definitely be. She's that big. Now, when people go, who's bigger, Beyonce or Taylor Swift? It's Taylor Swift. Beyonce still got pictures of her superimposed on do- doing doggy style and doing things that Jay-Z what? could never do. I ain't even yeah, know that. Absolutely. But the, all these, man, all these women. I remember, this is how I'm dating myself. I'm, but now it's like AI. But mm-hmm. I remember when you would like look up, like if you would look up porn images or whatever. Mm-hmm. Our version of AI back then was just somebody photoshopping like somebody's <laughs> head on somebody on a naked like it would, it would photoshop like whatever model on like a naked body and yeah you'd be like that don't look <laughs> that don't look right that look yeah so, like, no they just no clip art somebody's head on there. that was like that was back then now this now shit is just, so good yeah it's, that yeah, the it's news crazy. is like yo it's crazy oh that is not real but. Sometimes I have thing. like six toes though, or something like that, and you'd be like, "Oh, yeah. okay, you can catch it now." No, it's real yeah. now. But my thing is, 
I'm still going trying to go back to Taylor being that big. Oh, where it's you're still trying thing. to get killed. Oh, okay, I thought you was. Uh, I'm not trying to get. What do you mean get killed? What do you mean? The Beehive is going to come after you. No, but Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Yeah, you got to start new, there. No, well, start start with that. Because uh, I went to see Renaissance with um, Onika and Amina. I said Onika. It's a. It was Amina. It was Amina's birthday party or just some sort of party. Yeah, yeah. And she invited everybody, and it was mainly girls. And it was like me, Derek, Dave, like you know, the blacks. Yeah. And uh, we went, and it was an amazing movie because I thought it was just going to be singing. It was like a story about her life. Or just a story about a little bits and pieces about her life and then a thing. And I was like, oh, shit. This, mm-hmm. is, this is really dope. But there's still AI video, AI fucking <laughs> Photoshop superimposed things of her getting made every day. That you, let's see. Let's, let's see uh, if I'm right. <laughs> fucking Tay Tay, Taylor Swift. Leak, right? Let's okay. see if they still show. Nope. Look at that. They're nope. like, nope. Oh, no, that was a trick. You got to go to. Oh, no, look. It's scrub. Dude, now Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> And that's my Beyonce, right? I just put leaked. Hilarious. Because that's how you find the real shit. Oh, I forgot to do that for Taylor Swift. Let's see, let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Beyonce don't play that either. Yeah, I don't think Beyonce Oh, what is that? That ain't Beyonce. No, that's definitely, that's not Beyonce. All right, hold on. Let's see. What the hell? Uh, I like this Monique. No, that ain't Monique. My bad. That idiot. <laughs> Y'all motherfucking need Jesus. That's how I read it, baby. See, that's know. disrespectful. That one, right? I ain't gonna tell you to. Uh, uh, so I was wrong. Yeah, see, Beyonce still got that juice. Beyonce still got that juice. I'm sorry, Beehive, but I felt I felt something in my heart. Yeah. Yo, uh, Drake fucking showed his PP. That's, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, PP leaks. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that's when you like if you believe in Illuminati, you gotta believe there's a certain level of fame you get where you just wag your wee wee, <laughs> where you just fucking you just expose yourself. Yeah, to the public because he you gotta know that. When you send that to anyone you're dating, when That's you're crazy. that famous, that it's going to go to the world. Uh, you can't be that dumb. You can't. Be yeah. That. So I, I think it's it. just a way for him to like promote a, a album. It's also, shit. like where I, I sadly I think is, and I'm glad I'm a I'm washed up and old, so mm. I don't have to like. But that's where we're going. What now. do you mean? Well, look, Morgan no, I'm Freeman, happily. Washed. We don't know. We're 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 going into a point of acting where we have never seen before. There's new instruments. There's new 
there's so there's new rules, there's new things. Yeah. Like they, Morgan Freeman still got time to show his wee wee. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Morgan <laughs> Freeman's still alive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Can you? Whoa. Yo. Yo. <laughs> this got fucking them dark freckles on it and shit. <laughs> He and he bald now, Yo. but his 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 pubes are still gray <laughs> and white. Start narrating his own Yo. shit. So it ain't too. Oh, that's funny. Oh, he's shaving. <laughs> oh, as we take the balls <laughs> and we move them to the side. Andy Dufresne's gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> so we got time. I think yeah. I I will bet everything I have. Well, not everything I have. It's Tuesday, February 6th. Mm, I would say at least three years from now, we're going to get some leaks of old people. And I'm telling Damn. you, that's just going to be the new thing. Damn. I think it's a thing. I think that it's just a part of the legacy. This is a bad, Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but it don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. This is a terrible road we're going down dude man but that's just gonna be but in like 10 years five ten years that will be i think it'll i think it'll no longer be taboo i think it's mm-hmm. starting to not even be taboo now to like remember when somebody's news leaked that was like news the world shut down like your life was over and yeah. i think we getting into a place where it's just like yeah, everybody. We see asshole every, every day, day, every second, every day. Is it gonna be? It's gonna be a time <laughs> where the president is gonna have whoever the, is gonna have news out. And it's just like, yeah, that's what it. That's what it is. Like I showed my pussy on my dick to an ex three years ago, and now it's just out there. Oh yeah, no, it. we had, but yeah, because we had Anthony Weiner, right? Yeah, so eventually he's gonna run for a bigger position. No, nah, I think he's done. Nah, you don't, oh, he's done for good? And I liked Anthony Weiner. Yeah. yeah, because he got canceled for some shit that's more than just showing showing your dick or something. It was like a minor was involved. In oh, life. my bad. So I they, didn't know that. So they, that, that's, yeah, he, it's a rap. I didn't know. Him. But I liked uh, him as a politician. Oh, uh, He fucked I mean, up. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think you're right. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a president with OnlyFans. Yeah, because OnlyFans is going after everybody now. OnlyFans went after Snoop. Mm-hmm. All right, Cardi B had an OnlyFans, mm-hmm. so they're very much like, yo, we're gonna keep collecting. You'll probably be able to get like the only. They'll probably have like OnlyFans packages, like mm-hmm. see the cast of Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. OnlyFans, mm-hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> Premium. It's gonna be that. It's gonna get to that point. Yep. <laughs> Yo, Charles, man, I look, people who are watching this, this is like the this is like the 15th, 13th time there's been a technical difficulty, and I'm letting you in on this. I'm letting you know everything. I'm trying to be transparent. Well, Charles, thank you for hanging out and being so damn patient. It's been a great I'm, hang. I'm I want y'all to I want y'all to hear this. When this podcast blows up and it becomes all shiny and glamorous. Feel free to be like, yo, I'm coming on. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yo, you just can't be crazy. That's the only thing. Y'all got to just make sure he's not a crazy person. All right, but bet. just he can come on whenever when this shit gets shiny. But uh, tell these people where they can find you, man. Everything at Charles McBee. Instagram, TikTok, at Charles McBee. M-C-B-E-E. Dope.
right, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe, make some comments. Talk to me, baby. I'm going on the road, so I, I, I'm going on the road, and I would like to see you there. All right? I got some dates coming up. I will post them on my social medias.